three, two. All right. So we've been living in Florida for a year already. Can you believe it? No. How do you like it? It's good. Just good? It's great. Just great? It's awesome. <laughs> That's how I feel. It's just I'm not really the the party guy when I when it's first like in nine o'clock because I just woken up like three hours ago. Yeah, only three hours ago. Yep, need three hours to wake up. How long does it take to get you going, son? Uh, two minutes. <laughs> that is so Accurate. true. So true. All right. So what's your favorite thing about living in Florida so far? Well, here's the thing. It's kind of like how when people visit, mm -hmm. I start crying after they leave when I have to say goodbye because that that really shows the actual emotion. Mm -hmm. And... I just think it's good to let it out. Yeah. But what's your favorite part about living here? I told you, letting it out. Oh. Letting out my emotion, showing my tears. It's very deep. I think that it's just a great way to show your emotion and to your visitors. Yeah. I was expecting you to say something like, I get to go swimming every day. Right. You, Celebration you, station. You really took that in a totally different direction. Oh. Uh, I know what your favorite part about living here is, honey. What's that? Don Eden. Disney. You get to go to Disney not just once a year anymore. You get to go whatever weekend you so choose. I do love Don Eden too, though, Luke. <laughs> That's a little bit closer, and it's got all the eclectic shops and all of the awesome restaurants, but I got to say daddy's pretty right because I'm loving the Epcot life and the Magic Kingdom life and the Hollywood Studios life, but not the Animal Kingdom life. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you've been to Animal Kingdom, y'all must have hated it. Yeah, Animal Kingdom's definitely not my favorite park. It has some redeeming qualities. It's still a great park. It's just, I, I don't care to spend a day there. If you've done it once, I mean, that's, that's enough. I mean, I won't complain at least if we spend like an hour at it. Yeah, but... it's, it's a park that can definitely be done in a half of a day. But then I'm, you know, more drawn to the other parks where, you know, if we're going to spend most of our time, I'd rather spend it at one of the other parks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know what my favorite part about living here is? No. No. Okay. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, we got kitty. My favorite part about living here is that no matter what happens, they tell you, you know, you can't run away from your problems. And that's true. Mm -hmm. We weren't running from problems or anything, you know. Um, no matter what happens, even with the everyday stress of life, you get off work, you walk outside, you're surrounded by palm trees, that nice breeze off the Gulf Coast, no matter how hot it is. And, and it, you wake up in paradise every single day. And you know what you you also love about, you should love about Florida? What? You get rainstorms like every single day in the summer. Now, Luke is a rain fanatic. I've 
pretty much convinced that if he could live in Seattle or Scotland, that that would just make his entire life. Both both are awesome places. I, I would have to agree. And it rains pretty much every day. All right. So should we get into Soundscape? Sure. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. It's Lukey Doo's Movie Reviews. Get a snack, relax, and enjoy the show. So welcome to Lukey Doo's Movie Reviews. I'm your host, Luke White. I'm Daniel White. And I'm Ashley White. So today we are reviewing a very good movie. Hate to break it to you, Dad. Mm-hmm. Ponyo has opened up a bunch of new traditions, but my favorite new tradition from the movie is that Luke now has a favorite pastime of running into the bedroom and jumping on top of a sleeping daddy and putting his face nose to nose with daddy and screaming, It's the funniest. So is it really though? It really it's hilarious. Don't you agree? Yeah, and speaking of your drawing to Disney, Ponyo's actually a Disney movie. Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Gilby. Ghibli. Ghibli. Got it. All right. What's it rated? It's rated PG. Wait, it's actually rated G. Yeah, I think it's G. This is definitely a family friendly movie. Um it's it's an anime feature mm-hmm. um, that has been redone with American actors mm-hmm. and English voices so that everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. And there's one thing I have to tell you. Do you know what Ponyo means? What? Which is the fish's name, or should I say the little girl? Soft or squishy. You know what? That's really funny because one of our nephews, I nicknamed him Squishy. So maybe we should start calling him Ponyo instead. I, I don't know. He's too cool for school now. He's this big football star going into middle school and whatnot. I don't think he'd like that too much. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to favorite characters. Well, first, let's let's tell him a little bit about what this movie is about. What What is Ponyo and, and what is it? Because this is not a very common movie. It's It's... If you want to watch it, it's on HBO. And um, here's what it's about. It's about how this little boy that is five finds a fish at the end of a cliff and and then gets a rock, breaks her out of a jar, mm-hmm. and then um, the this dude, Liam Neeson, Plays this guy named Fujimoto, mm-hmm. and and who is Fujimoto to Ponyo? His father, her father, and he's trying to steal her back because she escaped, and then she gets taken away from Sosuke, and then Sosuke almost halfway drowns, and then she um. Then she turns into human. And she escapes her dad again. Yeah. So basically, she's like this little magic fish that yeah. wants to be a human. And, and her also, dad is not having it. And 
And there's other things going on with Sosuke's parents, how um the um played by Matt Demon and Damon and we I'm mean, at Tina Fey, they they're having problems with their a marriage because literally um um Matt Damon um is is just He's always working. Yes, and and then it's just like he's abandoning his wife and child. So essentially, Ponyo is just trying to bring the magic back into the world of Sosuke while trying to become a human herself, right? He, yeah, and other things going on with the seniors. Lily Tomlin plays Toki, Betty White plays Yoshi, and Ro- Yoshi! Not that one. No. I, I know, Dad. You know what I just realized as we were talking out the plot of this movie? Hmm. This is yet another movie, even though it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. It is an anime movie. Mm-hmm. It is a family movie. But it is yet another movie where Liam Neeson's child gets taken from him. Oh, no. How many times is this going to happen to this poor guy? What? What do you mean they get taken away? Literally, like, for the last 20 years, Liam Neeson has been the star in the movies called Taken or Taken 2 or Taken Back or Taken Again or Taken for the Final Time or but there's not some, Final Time. Or there's some sort of movie that has nothing to do with those movies where he's playing a father or playing somebody who has to go and get somebody that was taken from him. And it, legitimately, every movie... His kid, or his friend, or his wife, or even his mind gets taken from him. Correct, and he has to go get it. But and the point is, stop but, taking things from Liam Neeson. But leave the guy alone. But in Phantom Menace, the first Star Wars episode, mm-hmm. um, Liam Neeson gets taken away from Ewan McGregor. That's true. By he st- gets his life taken away from by, him by by stupid red spiky head. Spiky head, red Darth Maul that only grunts and he's very small. Ah, Darth Maul's a great character, but we could go down another <sighs> rabbit hole of Star Wars. Why don't you? Why don't we go ahead and get into favorite character? All right, so I'm gonna go first, and I have five. Fuji, <laughs> Fujimoto. And who's Fujimoto again? Liam Neeson. Okay, so he's the dad. Toki. Played by Lily Tomlin. Because of her dramatic, just, all she is is a grump. Yoshi, I just love the spirit of Betty White. Okay. Um, Ponyo, because she's hilarious. And Sasuke, because he's willing to do things that he can't do. Like what? Like... I'm going to have to say, like, pretty much everything. Oh, okay. So, is it mom's turn or is it dad's turn? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Get your dog up by his throat. If the others let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Well, my favorite character is Ponyo. I love Ponyo because she is determined. She's hilarious. She's easily excited by, you know, everyday mundane human things. Um, But she's also very devoted to Sosuke. So I I just really like her overall as a character. Yeah. All right, Dad. All right, this is going to be a hard question for you. 
No, actually, it's not. My favorite character is Sosuke. And the reason I like Sosuke is because I think he reminds me a little bit of you. He is a very also determined individual. He's very strong-willed. He's obedient to his mother. And he tries to, you know, remind her when she's depressed that her husband's not coming home, that he's, you know, he's out there working and he's trying to do, make us have a better life. And he has a lot of the same qualities you do. Yeah, when you, when you and mom fight, I, I break down a fight every time. More on that later, actually. Um, but... You know, he kind of marches to the beat of his own drum, even when the kids at school are like, Sosuke, I want to play. He's like, no, I'm good. That, yeah, that's, that's remind me a lot of Luke. Yeah, I don't I, like playing with people. I know that. And and for our listeners out there, there were so many times every every school that we've taken Luke to, whenever I go pick him up, he's off by himself, and it just breaks my heart until I've had these conversations with him where he's like, Dad, I was playing by myself because I don't want to play what they're playing. They don't want to play what I want to play. I don't care. And I, I mean, hey, more power to you, kid. Yeah, back at you. Get me up. <laughs> All right, so it's mommy's turn. Her favorite part. My favorite part was when Fujimoto is trying to squeeze and bend Ponyo trying to keep Ponyo from turning into a human. So he's like squeezing her and mushing her and she keeps popping out from his fingers and it's hilarious. But what I think is really cute about it and what I also think is, you know, my favorite part about it is that Ponyo is just so determined and despite her dad's will of trying to shape her and mold her into what he wants to be, she has the strength and the power within inside her to be who she wants to be. And I think that that is a testament to the power within, you know, within all of us that, you know, parents can try all they want to guide and mold and shape and even push their children into one direction. But eventually, um, if the child is strong enough, they're going to be what they were created to be. And I just think that that's a powerful statement. And that's why I really enjoyed that part. All right. So it's dad's turn. So my favorite part, ironically enough, is when Sosuke, or Ponyo, excuse me, speaks for the first time. And what does Ponyo say? Sosuke! Exactly. And the reason why that's my favorite part even though it's so simple, it's because of what we discussed when this first came on. Luke randomly will just look at me sometimes, and he gets this look on his face. I wish you could see it right now. And he gets so close to my face, and then he says... We'll post the face that he makes right before he does it on Instagram and Facebook for you guys later. That's true. That's a good idea. That's my yeah. favorite part because that's what it reminds me of. All right. So it's my turn. And my favorite part is everything. Now, here's why. Because lifelong lessons, no matter if you're a fish, a girl, a tree, you're a dog, you're allowed to have a bond with a human. I like it. Wow. And also, really, I 
It's just this movie's hilarious, and I can't get over it. Luke's hitting us where it hurts today. Yeah, deep thoughts. Wow. Daddy, your turn. Four. Least favorite characters. So my least favorite character is Liam Neeson in this movie. Uh, the character he plays, Fujimoto. Um, it's not like he performed it bad. I mean, he's it's weird. You're, you're supposed to be watching. You know, it's hard for me to separate the fact that you're supposed to be watching Japanese animation. And this is clearly taking place in Japan. And all of these people are supposed to be Japan Japanese. But you get Liam Neeson to play a character named Fujimoto. I couldn't think of a more Japanese name. And you got this guy who's, you know, doing that voice. It just doesn't fit for me. And and the character is just, I don't like him. He's like, like Ashley said, he's trying to manipulate Ponyo into what he wants her to be. Now, my, my Daryl Hannah, unfortunately has to go to somebody that I think is very talented um, as a writer and sometimes on screen is Tina Fey. She's so out of place in this. She sounds like a robot. It, it, I don't know. Sorry, Tina. And you have the hots for her. I love Tina Fey. I think she's a very beautiful woman. She looks a lot like my wife. All right. So it's my turn. And I have a Daryl Hannah and two least favorite characters. I do not like Grandmare Mayor. And who is that? Well, Grandma Mayor, who play who's played by Kate Blanchett. I just don't like her. And I do not like Kamiko. She's Sosuke's friend. And Ponyo spits water at her. I just think she's a total idiot in the movie. She's dumb. She's She's very rude. She's just a stupid character. Okay. And my and my Daryl Anna goes to Kate Blanchett. I do not like her in this movie. She is terrible in this movie. I don't seek any way she should have been in this movie. She's just not good in this movie. I hate you, Kate. In this movie, just in this movie. All right, it's Tom's turn. Well, unfortunately, my least favorite character in this movie is the mother. Um, she's not painted in the best light. And I understand culturally that, you know, that there are differences in how parents raise their kids and things like that. Um, but, you know, we see a scene where she um, has too much to drink and she falls asleep. Um, she's fussing at the dad via, you know, Morse code light flashing. And she's she's just even at one point during the tsunami, she says, now, Sosuke, my five year old kid, I need to go help the people at the senior center, oh, I'm trusting God. you to take care of Ponyo in this house by yourself in a tsunami. There is no way and no chance and no how that I would ever leave my children of any age alone during a tsunami. So 
I, I just, I can't stand the way that mom is portrayed. Yeah, and also, here's what bugs me too. Literally, she leaves her child. She, I mean, she picks old people over her five-year-old. I know, those old people have lived their entire lives, okay? If they die in the tsunami, sorry, casualties. But the five-year-old? That's your kid. Sorry, any old people listening to this podcast, but if there's a tsunami that's taking over the world, uh, if it if it comes down to Luke or you, nope, sayonara. So, <laughs> I I mean, I here's the thing. Um, I just think that well, the tsunami was over by the time that she left, but. But still, would you leave your kid alone in the house with floodwaters that your child couldn't reach you? No, no car. Some strange fish girl. Not even, not even in a very safe place. No, Japan's not the safest place on earth, lady. I mean, well, most. No. I mean, even the world, like even in your own house, it could not be the safest place if you leave a five-year-old there because there's knives, electrical outlets. I mean, literally anything that you could get into as a five-year-old child, even a padded room could become a dangerous place to a five-year-old. Right. So that's all I'm saying. Yes. Actually, Japan is a safe place. It's a very cool place. They're very accepting of visitors and whatnot. It's a very cool area. Maybe one day we'll go see it. I would love to go see Japan one day. Too far. I'm not going to. Well, how about Japan and Epcot? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, that reminds me of a song. Where is your pearl? Your shiny, shiny pearl. Uh, now I have to explain that story. So, All right. No. <laughs> let's just leave them hanging. If you want to know what the pearl in Epcot means, Google it. Go see it Take for yourself. Trip. Yeah. So let's move on to least favorite part. And it's my turn to go first. And my least favorite part, I know how I said my favorite part was everything, but I think that I found one where I have a few. The first one is where where um Lisa, um the mom, she leaves Sosuke alone with this weird diapered looking baby. Who is that diaper baby? Uh, Ponyo. Uh huh. And plus, it could be dangerous still, even though Japan's a very safe place, but you still know there's ninjas that could be kidnapping your child. That's that's not how that works, but and I mean I get it. <laughs> and you're oh, man. basically you're basically risking your child's life. I am never leaving my child anywhere ever again now that I know there's a risk of ninjas. Only yeah. in Japan, honey. And also, here's something that I hate. When when Sosuke is looking for his mom because he sees her pink car, and he just starts hyperventilating and bawling and bawling and bawling. It's just, I have a big heart, and I feel bad for that sometimes. 
because mm-hmm. it's hard. I get it for me. I cannot see people suffer with sorrow. It's too sad. All right. So let's move on to mommy's turn. My least favorite part is every scene where mom is driving. I get so much anxiety when she is driving the car. Now, you would think that this would be a joke on women driving. However, it's not. It much more reminds me of the driving of my husband. She is driving in front of ships that are being docked. She's driving into rushing waters. She's not paying attention where sharp turns. She's leaning over in her seat trying to get some ice cream. I can't take it. I literally have an anxiety attack in every scene that she's driving. And this is how she is. Mom, you're going to be so scared. Well, so can I have a lick? They can see you. Yeah, but they could hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram page. There you go. So, Dad, it's your turn. Well, my least favorite part is literally any part that Liam Neeson is in. Again, it's just weird having some guy named Fujimoto strolling around and they make him look like they they make him look like he should be like He's like a colorful version of the um, kid snatcher in Chitty Chitty. Bang I Bang. was going to say he looks like Alice Cooper with red hair. Okay. So same difference. He's, he's a very <laughs> creepy looking guy. Um, he's kind of looks like a woman. You kind of just, I don't know. And he then, reminds me of Tina Fey. And ew. What? That's what your mom looks like. <laughs> I know. I'm not talking about my mom. I'm talking about Tina Fey. Is Tina Fey your, my mom? Your last name isn't D- Daniel Fey. Your name is Leslie Daniel White. She is. And my social security number is. <laughs> so, anyway, it's just weird seeing this character walk around, and then you you definitely don't know what to expect, but I can promise you the voice that you're expecting to come out of his mouth is not. Romhilda, you are not Pondo. You cannot have people food. You know, like, I, I just thought I'm not ready for that. And it doesn't, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. So to move, let's move on to overall thoughts. What's your mommy's turn to go first? My overall thoughts are, you know, when we first watched this movie the first thousand times, I really didn't get it. But the more we spend time on it, I really do enjoy you know, like the other folklore and tales that we've derived and taken from, you know, Europe and things. I do enjoy the um, storytelling of this Japanese tale about um, taking animals out of the sea will cause a tsunami. That's kind of their folklore. So I, I really did enjoy that. I also enjoyed a lot of the creativity that they put into the animation, like, you know, when Fujimoto is trying to retrieve Ponyo and he makes the ocean come alive and it has eyes and it becomes, you know, personified almost. And also um, the chalk for the background. Oh, yes, absolutely. I did write that, too. I wrote 
the artistry is beautiful, you know, the crayon, the chalk, the, the way that they animated this film, I really feel like it captures the beauty of Japan. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And then lastly, I wrote the powerhouse cast. You've got Liam Neeson, Kate Blanchett, Tina Fey, Matt Damon. I mean, you, you pulled out some powerhouse names for this. Um, it, it's certainly not expected, but I really did think that they did a great job with this movie. Yeah, and it's my turn to go first. I love this movie, and I think it is Stu Studio Ghibli's greatest project. I just feel like it really gives me the spirit of magic. I like it. Yeah, and it's Dad's turn. Other than the setting that they created, where I would agree, um, it really did show how beautiful um, that Japan is. I've never personally been, but I know a lot of people who have, and they have said, again, they're very welcoming people. It is a very beautiful place to visit. And it kind of gave me thoughts of what I was watching, like, oh, if this was a real town in Japan, this is a place that I think I'd like to visit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a small little quaint town um, filled with seaside cliffs and whatnot. Other than that, I do not care for this movie that much. It's very boring. I can appreciate the story that it tells, and I can appreciate the art and the talent that goes behind anime um, in Japanese animation. I've just never been a big fan, dating all the way back to when I was a kid with Dragon Ball Z. I never got into all of it. Pokemon, I was only marginally into, so this really just... It's hard for me to sit through and pay attention, but it did have some cute, funny parts. Yeah, especially the part where Sasuke is so angry, licking just a little bit of his ice cream. That yeah, that part made you laugh. All right, so we've got a couple of special questions this week. Or like, should why don't we you... say three? Okay, why don't you get us started? If you could turn into anybody, what would it be? Anybody or anything? Anything or anybody? Mm. Anything, anybody, whatever. Okay. I'm going to turn into. And I chose Danny DeVito. <laughs> huh? He's going to turn into Danny DeVito. <laughs> do you understand what I would do <laughs> if I'm laying in my bed on Saturday morning? <laughs> I hear the door creak open. I feel a heavier than normal person get into the bed. And I'm automatically already weirded out a little bit. And then I open my eyes to Danny DeVito's face and his voice screaming, Sosuke in mine. Sosuke! I would crap my pants. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, really, of all the things you could turn into, you would turn into Danny DeVito. I don't want to turn into want to stay myself, but if I had to turn into something or somebody, it would be Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Bob, what would you turn into or who would you turn into? Well, I definitely did not choose a who. I chose a what. Um, ever since I could remember, I have always had an obsession with dolphins. 
um, they're intelligent creatures, they're beautiful, um, they're strong and can kill sharks. They, they can? Yes, they pod together, they have, you know, whistles for communication. So if I could turn into anything, I would turn into a dolphin. Hmm. You know what? Sorry, that wasn't as I no, 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 no. <laughs> it was I would turn into a dolphin if I was an animal. Okay, so Danny DeVito or a dolphin, folks. If I if I wake up to a dolphin next to me tomorrow morning, I will scream the living crap, and and then I run into Dad's room as Danny as DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> and yeah. then you know what you'd find in 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 my bed. What? An alligator. And I would scream, ah! Because that's what I would become. Yeah. An alligator has always been my favorite animal. And I think the older I get, the more I completely understand why. And it's because I relate to them so well. I've always wanted to live in Florida. We finally have made that dream come true. And alligators are cool because they get to swim in the water. All day long. They get to come on the land. And I think they are beautiful creatures i do i think they are just so cool to watch but also you can eat whatever bugs you <laughs> you can eat the things that annoy you and because of that people don't typically bother you so much because they're afraid of you and i don't want to be bothered most of the time so i so scary you don't bother me but being an alligator i think would be awesome all right so let's move on to pet's favorite food this is our special question number two. Yeah. Skies is definitely Cheez-Its. She will eat them. When I give her a Cheez-It, I mean, when I bring out the Cheez-It bin, which I'm addicted to Cheez-Its. He and, does have a Cheez-It problem. And then she'll, she'll come up to me. I feed the dogs to each one Cheez-It. She'll come back up to me and she'll ask for another cheese it and gracie's oh boy if you know what dogs love they love them some peanut butter gracie loves peanut butter yes she does yeah she's her old dog well, I wrote something different for our dog's favorite food. Every time we go to McDonald's, I get the double cheeseburger meal. Not the double cheeseburger meal, wait, the double cheeseburger on one bun, but the two cheeseburgers. One cheeseburger for me and one cheeseburger for the girls. I will say, though, that Skye will not eat the pickles, but Gracie... Gracie will have at it. Gracie will eat the whole dang thing. But I have to be careful to take the pickles off before I give those to Sky. Yeah, our bougie little Sky. Yeah. She will look at it and just look back up at you and be like, I didn't ask for pickles. Yeah. Like, there are pickles on my burger. You had one job. Take the pickles off my burger, please. And, and you failed. <laughs> yeah. But she sure. does. She does really love her some Cheez-Its. Gracie... Also, I think it's funny because sometimes um, I like to treat the dogs and I'll boil some chicken up for them and, you know, give that to them for a meal. So now literally any time that I cook chicken, which is very, very often, <laughs> yeah, she comes in there with the biggest grin on her face <laughs> and she's just like, and she's, is it chicken night? <laughs> and, it, and she is, 
breathing and she has her tongue sticking she, out. She, she does. She is ready. Now, Sky, Sky's gotten to the point because where she does like all these little bougie treats, she'll just kind of like pick at her food, her dog food that is throughout the day. And when you pour it in her bowl, she doesn't even come running. Gracie, Gracie comes, devours it, it's gone. She's back to sleep. Sky just kind of looks at it like, I'll wait for my cheeseburger without pickles, please. That's <laughs> true. All right. So our last one is, whose magical powers do you think you would have? So I split these into two different categories, powers and weaknesses. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, 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 no. The question is, what magical powers do you think Daddy, Mommy, and Lukey have? Like... I know, but very strong characteristics. Yeah, I not know. fake powers. So you're giving us powers and weaknesses. Yeah, and they. All right, let him do it, and we'll do it our way. Okay. I'm interested. All now. right, I'm all in. So mommy's power is watching British crap. That's my power. You're really good at that. Yeah, and her weakness is her cooking. Yeah, well, you are really bad at that. Oh, if you've seen my yeah, I'm at my um. My cousin's Instagram page. He he put on um, my mom's corn pudding on it. Yeah, I definitely went viral on my nephew's Instagram for my really bad cooking. So all right, and here's Dad's power. My dad's power is peeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Anybody that knows Daniel knows he pees every five seconds, legitimately. If Daniel is not in the room, they're like, where is he? Peeing again? Let me guess. We got to stop because Daniel has to pee. It's true. I, I like to drink my coffee and my water. So I am always in the bathroom. I've had blood work done. I don't have diabetes. I, I, I just have a pea-sized bladder. All right. And and your weakness is watching Coraline. Yeah, I don't want to do that ever. All right. So, and if I had to have a power and weakness... My power would be would be if anybody was rude to me, I would I swear I would be so rude to them that they would cry. Okay, and what about your weakness? My weakness is probably Cheez Its. You eat way too many Cheez Its. No, Six boxes this pay period. My weakness is probably crying because it's just sorrow i just have to suffer and wait and tell i wait and tell boom it's done okay yeah he continues to cut deep today yeah so it's mommy's turn well i only did magical powers not weaknesses but for daddy's magical power, I chose wisdom. Daddy has a lot of knowledge and he he knows a lot about situations and knows how to talk to you and to Bubba, not necessarily to me because I know everything, but, <laughs> um, you know, he has a lot of wisdom that he brings to you too. And so I, I think that that's daddy's magical power. Yeah. And Lukey, your magical power, I think, is making people laugh. You have this great ability of taking any scenario and making it funny. 
Um, even when people are upset or angry, you can come in and turn the entire room upside down laughing. So I think that's your magical power. Yeah. All right. Do you have one for yourself? Oh, for myself, I would say my magical power is cooking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say um, it is my undying love for my children. Um, I would go to the ends of the earth and back for my kids. And I think that that is my greatest magical power. All right. So it's daddy's turn. So Luke, your magical power is very much out of the, of the same vein as what mommy said. Although I didn't say it because of your humor. Um, you do have this ability to diffuse very tense situations. Um, spoiler alert. My wife and I argue. We're married. We live together. And as she, as she said, she knows everything. Yes, I do. But I'm so wise, apparently, that sometimes I want to give her some more knowledge. And she doesn't want it. <laughs> and I just sometimes don't know when to stop trying to give that knowledge. All right. But... When we get to that point and we do start fighting sometimes, Luke, Luke is getting very good about knowing when to come in. And he, he knows that while yes, it's an adult conversation, he has a way of coming in and with his kind spirit and his loving attitude to bring us back down to reality. And he also has a little bit of wisdom in those moments too. And he will flat out call us both out on our crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we both kind of look at each other and we smile and we can't help it. And, you know, and then that's the end of that. It, you're, you have a very unique ability to do that. Yeah. And I really think that it helps because it absolutely helps. And I think that my power of helping no other child has ever broken down a fight with their parents. Maybe not. Humility is also something that uh, Luke has. Obviously. A lot of. <laughs> but for Ashley, Ashley has this ability to take a vision and bring it to life. Yeah. If she wants to do something, it's going to happen. So yeah. I'm like Ponyo. And in a lot of ways you are. And and I'm not just saying like with little things either. I'm talking about like all of our family vacations, the way that she pulls our home together, the way that it looks, the way that it feels, Christmas time, what she's able to do. And just those things, those are qualities that are so hard to find. And that comes a lot from your determination. I also would say she's the only person on this earth who has ever besides obviously my children but the only person on this earth that has been able to attract me completely to them and make me want to see the ugly in myself and improve it and want to just be and i know it sounds cliche but to be a better person and there's nobody else that I've ever looked at and said, you know what? I need to be less of me and more of what she needs. Yeah. Well, Daddy, what's your superpower? 
Or not super magical power. My magical power? I didn't think about that. I, uh, I think that maybe not necessarily in the household sometimes, just because I live with you guys, but I am known as the funny guy most of the places that I go. Well, Luke has to get it from somewhere. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're funny too. Uh, but I, uh, I can, I tend to find the humor, I think, in everything, which allows me to not get so spun out about certain things. Either that or it finds you. That is very true. <laughs> it is very true. I have, I just have the weirdest luck with meeting the strangest people being in the strangest situations. It's true. So yeah, humor. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh-oh, what are you doing? I'm the funny guy in the family. What the heck are you talking about? Yeah, Luke's the funny I guy. Didn't, I said not in the household. All right, so, <laughs> Mom, what are we watching next week? Well, I, we're going out on an adventure next week. We are going to the movie theater to review what we're going to talk about next week's podcast. Why don't you tell everybody what it is? Haunted Mansion. I am so excited. So am I. It's going to be great. What do you think, Dad? I absolutely can't wait. I thought that the Eddie Murphy one was funny just because it was Eddie Murphy, but that movie was trash. It was not great. Not even a little bit close to what the ride was. This is a movie based off of the beloved ride at Disney Parks. I'm really, 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 I've got high expectations and high hopes. Oh, how about we play that for the, for the intro? the next episode maybe we can because we're not monetizing this yeah thank you for listening and we love our listeners drop a comment if you don't like us to spoil it all right but we're still gonna be reviewing it so you're gonna have to deal with it so <laughs> so we'll see you next week with the haunted mansion now thank you for listening Adios.